Kicks and Kicks is the only talk show that meets your sneaker and martial arts needs. I'm your host, Jacko, and today I'm here with martial arts practitioner, Connor Reese lewis How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you on. I'm excited. Uh, like I just said, I've, I've got you on Instagram. I always see you doing your kicks and stuff. You're in your hiking gear doing, I think, front uh, side kicks, one of your favourites, it looks like. Is that something that you're always sort of doing? Yeah, side kicks, turn kicks, there's two I like doing high section. Yeah, time. yeah. Yeah, a lot of jumping kicks as well on Instagram. So, no, good good stuff. And especially, obviously, at your age as well, it's a good, um, like you're a good role model to me, who's I'm a couple of years older than you and other people your age. So, no, it's definitely good to see that. And um, I'm always going to call that out when I see it. And great technique as well, like um, po- good posture, body in line, leg extended and stuff. So, I'm definitely taking notes from you, my friend. I'm definitely... I'm definitely taking notes, man. So it's all good. Um, so you mentioned in DMs that you, um, for, for the most part, you've been doing TAGB uh, Taekwondo and you've since moved to ITF. Um, and I, I'm I'm unfamiliar with TAGB Taekwondo and I'm sure a lot, lots of others are. So do you mind explaining sort of what that is? What does that mean? Uh, TAGB, it is very similar to ITF. It's just without the sign way. So if you know ITF, there's a little dip in between our techniques but at THB we didn't have that. Okay, okay, I see, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and how, so how was the transition from TAGB to ITF? How was that for you? For you? Uh, difficult at first, because there was a lot of things I had to learn, because I'd always done, like, some of my first patterns uh, the same way, but obviously yeah. that wasn't right anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely get that. There's a girl in my, because I do WTF, um, and there's a girl in my class who she recently transitioned and I think she does a bit of both still. She does ITF and WTF. Um, so she often struggles with patterns and stuff. So I normally have to help her with that. Um, but obviously she's like sparring wise, she's above anyone else in the class just because of that ITF, I think. Um, and most people I've spoken to as well, because I go to a few like MMA striking classes and stuff and most of those guys will obviously prefer ITF because of the, you know, the aggression, you're doing punches to the head yeah. as well. Um, whereas WTF is, uh, you know, only punches to the body and it's obviously that more controlled sort of Olympic style. Um, so, I mean, um, have you ever thought of doing WTF? Is that something that you'd look look at doing or? Uh, well, I'm planning uh, my future plans. I want to join the army and obviously going down WTF, it's probably the best option to like continue going into one of the army teams okay so well, how, how does that work then I, do, I don't really even know how the army works do you you're so you're looking to sort of join the wtf army team or something that's something you'd be yeah i i haven't done too much research on it but i know they do all the different teams and like fight abroad against different oh that'd be awesome yeah mate, make sure you keep us updated on that that's that's mad yeah no my my good friend, we've we I started uh, jujitsu with a friend um, about a year ago, and uh, he's going into the army now. So I think he's looking to do something like that in the army as well. So that's that's really good, really good stuff. And I'm sure because I always see you doing all your walking about and stuff in your looks like army gear, tactical gear, your hiking equipment. So yeah, good stuff. You should get on well. No, good, good. On DMs, you you mentioned that you've done some competitions. So you've got a bronze in uh, Southwest for sparring, yeah. two bronzes in uh, a, a British competition, yeah, yeah uh, sparring and tag team. Uh, so how was that for you? What what was the sort of training like leading up to those events? 
Uh, I'm trying to remember now because it's eight ago. Uh, Southwest was fairly straightforward, just keeping up on top spin. Yeah. And then the British, again, I think in class, I did a lot of like focus on those areas. And I did a few things at home just to make sure my techniques were sharp. Okay. And then uh, when yeah. I was going into the bigger competitions like the Worlds and the Euros, my training was definitely much harder, much more intense. Mm. How often how often are you training and did it did the training did the amount of training increase as you got up to those events? Uh for the past like two years I probably said I'd try and do four or five times a week. Oh really? Uh, okay. Even so, even yeah. through lockdown, like all Zoom training, I was training pretty much every night. Mainly yeah. because there was nothing else for me to do. No, I definitely get the feeling as well. No, it was it was definitely a shock coming into lockdown. Um I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing Taekwondo WTF about six, probably coming up to six, seven years now. So um, a little while, but I've sort of been for the first like five or so years, I was sort of just, you know, plodding out, yeah, in and out, plodding along, doing it, you know, obviously at your age as well, I was focused on school and stuff like that. So I wasn't really overly focused on, you know, getting better at Taekwondo in general. I was going to, um, I was going to the gym doing some weightlifting and stuff. So I was sort of just, you know, dawdling and everything, but definitely like coming into lockdown this past year or this past two years, really. Um, I've definitely like got, definitely gotten back into it, especially coming into contact with, you know, people like you and other people on Instagram and stuff. I've sort of just like fallen back in love with martial arts as well. And I'm, I mentioned before I'd started jujitsu. I'm starting to do some striking like MMA classes. So it's definitely, you know it's 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 gone up uphill from here um yeah. and last year i was supposed to go to uh manchester which is like the head of british taekwondo the for the uh wtf i believe um to do oh, some, that like the gb team yeah the gb team i was i was supposed to wow. go there i had two two times they invited me to go there to do a um trial thing to see if i could get into the wtf taekwondo gb team so but obviously COVID got in the way of that. So I'm still training and getting ready for that. So hopefully I'll get a phone call soon. That's what I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. And then and then you also mentioned you made last six in the TAGB World Championships. Yes. So that was 2016. Uh, that was when, like, since then, I've gone into a more spine focus, but I was all patterned then. Um, okay. I just, I think... Normally, my patterns aren't, I wouldn't say they're like the best at competitions, but there was that one time I managed to deliver a really strong pattern and that obviously got me into that place, which was really great. Yeah, no, that is really good. So it was, uh, so it was 2016, so you got sixth place. Did you just have to do just one pattern or was it a couple that you had to do over some time or what? I did one, then we, uh, well, we split into two groups. Uh, so I did the first one. Like yeah. in THB, we scored. So what they do is they do like a nine in front of the number and then they do like a nine, one, two, and nine, nine. Okay. Like score. Yeah. So it's just the nines just make people feel good, really. Like okay. Get one. So I think I scored two, nine, six, and nine, seven. And that I went through the next round. Then we had 10 people left. So I formed again. And then we were left with six people. But oh, wow. I, yeah. I got, an, uh, sadly, I was against everyone I was against was much stronger than me. Yeah, no, that's how it is. Yeah, where did you go for that? Because it was a world. That was a Birmingham. Birmingham. Okay, cool. 
and what were there loads of there were loads of people from around the world there were there or was it sort yeah, of like uh, a virtual thing no that was uh all around the world like you know they have the olympics where they have like winning out all the flags we have that and stuff so people oh wow from, they were, oh wow okay. amazing. well how do those um how do those work then do you get just one chance to do it right in front of them or do you have like a do you have a chance to redo it and say you want to redo it or whatever was it so like? with patterns you only get really the one chance unless like you have an issue such as uh well a referee an issue someone like when i was a long time ago a referee walked across my mat and i had to do it again okay but yeah but otherwise it's just the one chance oh wow okay no, that's incredible. No, I've, I've obviously, I've had to learn the patterns for my, uh, for my gradings, but it's not really been something that I've, I've focused on massively. I know the person, my master, the person who teaches me, he's, he's in Team GB for the Pumse for the patterns, so he's really good at him. Very, very particular as well, especially like we have all the little kids in our class, and he's making sure every like even just down to the inch or like just the like the slight yeah. twist of the hand or the movement, he's really focused on that. So. I mean, it has its ups and downs because, like, we spent ages going over it, but it makes everyone top notch. So definitely, definitely a good thing as well. I mean, I've had lessons before, like an hour long, and I've just done the one pattern. Yeah. Start to finish. Yeah, no, breaking no. down everything. Mm. No, there are definitely there's so many different levels to it because you can you can do all right just knowing the basic steps, but then there's like the exact foot position there's like with the hand techniques there's just the, the point where you start speeding up and where you stop as well the power and everything so now there's loads so much to learn and uh, one thing that i always find interesting about the patterns is um the 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 meanings behind them i'm, I'm i know that might sound silly but for us um you know we'll have like a, a grab and then like a elbow strike to that to that hand and stuff and it's just so I, I like when I'm doing it to get the aggression and the speed and the power and stuff to actually imagine like, cause obviously they're based on real fights, like a real fight routine. So I like to always imagine and ask questions about like, is this like stomping on someone's foot or, you know, back fist to the face and stuff like that. I just like understanding the real reasons behind them because you can go through the motions. You can just, you know, act it out. But for me, my favorite part of the Pumse is knowing like, you know actually what those moves were put in there for um, wtf patterns the same as i guess that that's or... what i was going to ask you i i, I don't know I, I assume not just because the girl that's in my class who does itf struggles with the wtf patterns i think she's had to learn them all again um so i don't think they're the same as itf well uh, so well i would see if uh so i do like starting at the beginning chonji dangan desan any of them like no 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 none of them different. Are, are the patterns the same in uh tagb as they are in itf or similar yes just about the uh, sine waves and like a few itf elements that we had to add in okay or we add in yeah That's what i did before okay cool um so you mentioned so you're going for your third third degree black belt that's crazy so is that yes did you, um, you got your second black belt. Did you get that under ITF or TAGB? That was a uh, TAGB. And then uh, like three months on, I moved across. Okay. And so obviously the belt, the belt kind of transferred over just because they're quite similar, but it does the grading 
process change at all? Do you know? Yeah, so, um, I, well, it's what I've heard of a few, uh, like my master and a few friends, but uh, there's a lot more like fitness elements. So at my old association, it used to be just patterns and sparring yeah. and a bit of theory. But now yeah. there's like a fit, you, when you go in, you have to do a fitness test before everything. Okay. And do you know what that, do you know what that is? Or is it sort of left up to them on the day? It's normally like 20 press-ups, 20 sit-ups, 20 star jumps, but the amount that like, increases as you go through the grades. So it yeah. gets harder. Okay. Yeah, no, that's similar for us. For the our, worst. yeah. Go, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, the worst thing is, though, that's like uh, before you do everything. So like, before you've done any of your patterns or anything, you're already exhausted. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. No, I was going to say, that's, that's the same for us in WTF. We have like um our masters put in like push-ups and sit-ups and burpees and stuff like that um even as low as like white belt and everything because obviously you need the you need the health before you get can do anything else there's no point being unhealthy and getting the next belt so yeah no similarities there as well which i've noticed there are increasingly more similarities that i'm that i'm finding out um as i'm learning yeah, so this is a good one. Normally, I'd ask this um, in at the start of a conversation, but obviously we've gone into it quite quickly. But um, how did you get into martial arts? What's the story behind that? I started out with a, I think it's Mac Fiddy, which is like a kind. Of, I don't remember it too well, but it's like a style of martial arts. Okay. And then I didn't really enjoy that too much, so then I moved across to my local club, which was a THB. Yeah, and I, I think from the first moment I just loved every second I did it. Mm. Do you do you remember? Maybe a bit cringy, but it is just really it. It feels like almost a part of me now. No, I totally, I definitely, yeah, no, I, I get it as well. Like, um, it's not cringy at all. I, I enjoy it as well. Did, did, did you have any? Do you have any role models? Anyone that you grew up watching, or even films and stuff like that that may may have influenced you to you know, sort of fall in love with it? Uh, I think when I was much younger, I looked up to someone like Bruce Lee, like yeah. the big martial artist. But now, since I've now uh, gone much more just down on a Taekwondo focus route, now someone like Jay Jones. Yeah. Definitely. Inspiration. Mm, yeah, no. Oh, it is a shame about Jay Jones, in it? About the Olympics. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't watch that fight, but I heard it was a massive shock, that one. Yeah, and I think it was like, I think it was like 16 rounds away from even being in the final or something so it was really early right. but the person that she actually lost to was the bronze medal from last time like the last olympics so um i mean if she's going to lose to anyone it's going to be you know one of the yeah. top three from the last so it's just unlucky that she was put against her so early on um it would have been better obviously if she met her afterwards i think we've got we got a few medals though i think uh, there's that bradley Sindon, i believe his name is who got a silver i believe yeah, there's Brad, Bradley, Lauren, and Bianca. But oh, I'm so sorry for all of them because they lost it in the last seconds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, the that Bradley, he um he was winning up until like ten seconds, and then the guy just unloaded on him and got uh, and won by only a few points. So yeah, and th that yeah, I, I really enjoy that about taekwondo as well, especially in the Olympics, is because it's such a short amount of time. You know, it's two two minutes three times like three rounds of two minutes so it really it really focuses the action and makes people act 
you know yeah. quickly and it's so it's so fun to watch like i've had like i've got family members and stuff who aren't even interested in martial arts like i've been doing it for six years and they've never taken an interest but when it comes on the tv it's just so like explosive and exciting to watch and it's so yeah. easy to understand um no i, de I definitely think and I, and I hope it brings more people to the sport as well because i know they've got um lutalo muhammad he was commentating um some oh, of the fights yeah, and stuff um with the bbc and everything so and he was doing a really good job of explaining the rules and everything so i'm hoping to see more people come to the class and everything yeah yeah so speaking of uh role models great. yeah no definitely speaking of role models like for me it wasn't necessarily the the martial artists in the traditional sense like bruce lee it was more for me like i'm i'm a big lover of like movies I'm big into like Marvel films. And when I was younger, I was probably too young to be watching them, but um, the Blade mm -hmm. films, have you heard of Blade? It's like a Marvel yeah. character. Yeah. Wesley Snipes. They are um, yeah. Wesley Snipes. He's got the swords and stuff. He's hunting vampires. And there's, there's a big like martial arts element to that, to those films. It's got Donnie Yen in one of them as well. Um, who's an incredible martial artist. And I think just seeing those at such a young age, and then I think I, I watched films like The Raid. Have you seen The Raid? There's two films called The Raid. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, incredible. If you type in on YouTube, like best fight scenes compilation or something, there's no doubt in my mind that The Raid is going to be a hallway scene or a hallway fight from The Raid is going to be in that compilation because it's just an incredible film, like martial arts wise. So I think at the time I didn't, I didn't watch those and think I'm going to do martial arts. I want to do martial arts, but I think just growing up and then um, it was literally just like a letter through my door. Oh, Taekwondo class opening up in, in my area. I'm going to go check it out. And like you said, ever since then, I just really fell in love with it. And here I am today. It's, it's helped me through a lot as well. Like I've, I've, I've dealt with stuff over the past couple of years where, um, you know, like I don't think, I'd be the same person if it wasn't for Taekwondo. Like I'm the ha the happiest and healthiest I've ever been. And, you know, it's, it's really improved my life, I think. And like, as I said, it's, it's introduced me to loads of people like yourself. Um, and then my good friend, um, we started um, jujitsu together. So it's really snowballed into this massive, like, um, you know, passion of mine that has literally taken over, taken over my whole life. Cause there isn't there, there's maybe one or two days a week where I'm not doing some kind of, martial arts class so it's good stuff it's good stuff uh do you do any other training outside of taekwondo do you do any other martial arts or sports or anything like that uh i did a few years ago i did a bit of judo for about half a year oh wow okay do it was it just not for you no you didn't really no i didn't really get into it too much yeah i think because no. mm. i'm at such a high level my taekwondo just stuck with that mostly yeah, no. I mean, at school, I like playing like a bit of football, a bit of rugby, but never the same. Yeah, no, I totally get you. Like, it's definitely something can be said for like you enjoy something so much and you're so good at something, it's quite difficult to try other things. But I'd recommend Brazilian Jiu Jitsu if you've got a place in your area. I'd definitely recommend this. It's good, and it you can tell it's really good for self defense as well. And there's a lot of things that sort of carry over. Um, from taekwondo so i'd recommend it if you're interested i'd say so i i've had a quick look through your instagram obviously i've mentioned already you do a lot of walking a lot of hiking and everything i saw you did a, a charity walk for like a mental health 
um, a mental health foundation. Is that correct? Yes. So last summer, I walked uh, 30 miles, raised in money for the Mental Health Foundation UK. Oh, that's and really cool. Okay. I think the total figure was about 650 from that. Oh, wow. That's really it, good. That was, that was challenging. No, I can imagine. Yeah. So how long, how long did you say it was? Uh, so that was 30 miles and I did that in nine and three quarter hours. Nine hours? What, you were just walking for nine hours so straight? Nine and three, eight, three quarter hours, yeah. So just start to finish. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I definitely, I, I, I want to do something like this because the, uh, there's a few people that I've had on here who do these walks and massive runs and everything. Um, so I definitely want to get into doing that. Did you do any training leading up to that or did you? Uh, just, yeah. just like half, I did 15 miles regularly just to kind of build up just for yeah. it. Okay. Did you do, did you go for the full 30 miles before you went or did you just try and wing it on the day no i i probably should have because it was yeah. a lot tougher than i thought it would be but i did still manage to do it so i think i probably said i got lucky in that sense i mm. didn't do anything yeah no definitely lucky did how, how was it afterwards like the, the the week afterwards and stuff did you get back to training straight away was the recovery all right or uh, i actually trained the following night <laughs> really yeah that, oh, that, wow. was, that, <laughs> that was painful i can uh, imagine yeah I mean, it was sore for probably the best part of a week, but after that, I started getting back into everything. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think you could probably um, agree to this as well. Was like I nothing. The fact that you did that and then went to training the next day shows how much you enjoy it. Because I've I've had times when people have come up to me and said, "Oh, how? Why are you?" you're here like in the jiu-jitsu class they're like you're here again today you were here yesterday and the day before what why why are you here and i'm like oh because and i'm like oh i like ran this morning i did i did a weight session today and stuff like that and they're like oh my god how how are you here right now and i'm like because yeah it gets, you need to get to the point where you just enjoy it you do it just because you enjoy it instead of like oh it's a chore i don't really want to and stuff like that and i definitely think obviously you doing a huge walk and then doing that the next day that's incredible when it shows that you actually enjoy it and you're not just doing it just to say you've done it or because of the just because you feel would feel bad for not doing it it's just because that's what you enjoy to do and i think you said like oh it might it might be cringy me saying i love doing it and everything but you when you as you get older and uh, i know i sound silly because i'm only a couple of years older than you but as you like leave school and stuff you realize like, how lucky you are to have something that you really enjoy like that and yeah. like whatever you're doing i know you said you're going to the army and stuff but if you get going to the world at work and everything just keep it up because like you'll definitely thank yourself for carrying it on definitely do you have any uh, the, the, that's actually all the questions that i had um prepared do you have any um like advice for anyone who's you know starting taekwondo or going into martial arts uh, I think simple thing I would say is just when when you start, it's quite challenging. You'll probably spend the first two years maybe trying to learn the patterns. You're like, oh, I can't do this. You just stick with it and because you'll find there are points where you're suddenly like almost clicking to gear. You'll uh, have certain patterns that you're so much better at. But, so for me, uh, I can do one of my uh, red belt patterns like so much better than anything else. 
and that's the one I took to the World Championships. But all my other patterns, I've never like been at the same standard. Mm. So if you just, I would say just stick with it, and because you will, you will have those. There are moments that you'll just do. You'll have. I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. There's like those patterns that are just well, patterns sparring that you can do really well in. Yeah. Think. I get and I totally get what you mean. Like there are there are things that you'll come up against where it'll be like, oh my god, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. For me, the the first in WTF, the first three uh patterns are quite similar, they're quite easy. And then number four is just a huge jump. I think it's like around green belt, around blue belt, maybe. It's such yeah. a huge jump. And I I can see a lot of people getting disheartened over that as like, oh my god, I've got to learn all these new things. There's a lot of like knife hand techniques and uh, different blocks and stuff that you don't learn in the other belts so um but then when you get past that number five is pretty easy number six is pretty easy seven's a little bit harder so i definitely and that's just my personal experience other people might find it the other way around yeah. so um yeah good bit of advice keep carrying carry on keep going and um just find like those things that you're good at because for me as well patterns aren't really something that i enjoy they're not really something that i I'm, I'm not looking to focus on I'm more focused on sparring and I'm actually studying to um, become like a, an instructor as well so I'm focusing on other things other than just the patterns but obviously for yourself yeah. you took that you did the world um, championships you came sick which is incredible so um, there are so many different like niches just within taekwondo itself let alone other martial arts but just within taekwondo itself where um you know you can find really where you fit in and find something that you you know your body is more suited for than why other people might not find that as good for them do you do any um other techniques in like for because in our gradings we have a uh a self-defense kind of um section where we'll do like a a grab like they'll grab you and you'll have to like do a lock lock out of it and counter and we also do a thing called one step sparring um, so that's like um, it's like a singular punch to the face, and we'll have to yeah, do a we block do that and, uh, yeah here as well. So, yeah. You do that as uh, well. Yeah, I think we have. When I was at THB, I used to have like a power test. So yeah. we had these special powers, and you just hit them as hard as you can with like uh, certain techniques, and yeah. it would just mess with your power. Okay. Um, also, we have destruction sections where yeah. we have to break boards. Yeah, yeah, we have that as well. And for for us, like as we got in, as as I got into black belt, because I'm first, I'm black belt first, Dan. Um, I got that last year. Um, and we that then I've been introduced to like knife defense as well. Is that something you've done? I've got a wooden knife just on top of this cabinet here, and uh, you this one person goes and they do like a an attack with the knife, and you have to you know block it and move out of the way. Do you do that as well, or is that not included? Uh, I've never done it before because I'm not uh, old enough, really. But oh, we do okay. Do it. Yeah, okay. I, think, I remember when I was in TGV once, we had like a session with pens and we, well, like the felt tip pens. Yeah. Or And we were doing like knives and everyone had white t-shirts and for that. But Okay. Never done anything with actual knives or weapons. No, no, not, not, not a real knife, a wooden well, knife. I mean, like, it's literally yeah, like a like, stick pretty much, yeah. Well, I mean, like the fake ones, but I've never done anything with even like plastic ones or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, something to look forward to then, definitely mm-hmm. within the next year or so. Well, yeah. as I said, um, 
that, that they're all the questions I have planned. Um, obviously, you're on Instagram. Do you want to share your Instagram just in case anyone has any other questions and stuff? Is that something you want to share? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to. Do you want me just to say it out or? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, where can where can people find you? Yeah. Yeah. So my Instagram is at cr underscore lewis one. And if anyone has any questions, DM me and I'll be happy to answer. Yeah. And yeah, I, and for ever, anyone watching or listening, I definitely would recommend it. This guy's got he's got some great pictures on there doing he does incredible things that I can't do, like jumping sidekicks and stuff like that. Just incredible stuff. So definitely recommend even just checking and checking it out if you haven't already. But uh Connor, I really appreciate your time, buddy. Um it's been great talking to you. Um and anyone else watching, thanks for sticking around. I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.